All in a day's work for the Squadron Supreme, Earth's mightiest heroes. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. Listen, share, rate, and subscribe to Hip Hop Marvel's podcast available on all podcast platforms and apps and streaming services. Available on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Yo, this is your boy Frank Nick. And there's rules if you want to get in this Marvel Studios. Don't nobody get in this motherfucker. So rule number one, don't pop your ass up. Don't bring no extra niggas. And you better be ready to write, direct, produce some hot shit. Or you will not get in. Marvel Studios, nigga, you know what it is. Frank Nick, let's go. We got a lock from your block to the comic shop. territory get the cash and the glory while the grill tells my story it's getting gory the blood sweat and tears took us farther when great minds think alike i'm riding on slaughter xavier types that magneto grip the microphone scott summer stare a human down if i don't like it's own metal on me like i'm dr doom peace to victim bond we marvelous on any beat we choose to spit upon bash it's your boy dub floyd and the place to be and in the place to be is dub floyd and this is hip-hop marvel's podcast your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip-hop and Marvel, where we got a lot from the block to the comic shop. And this is Volume 5, Episode 38. You know what I'm saying? We call this one here. Y'all ready? Go ahead. It is with it, Playboy. <laughs> Can folk. We call it Run for Cover. Run for Cover. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you you, right. you into it. Let's run around for cover, baby. Uh, to the left of me, we got Pat Molly the beat bully. What's good, y'all? You know what I mean? To the right of me, we got E Ray, aka Phil Mo Thick. You know how I like him. How you like him? Slim thick with tapered ankles. All, all day. day. <laughs> all day. All day. That is hilarious. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Um, how y'all feeling, man? Y'all, y'all, y'all good? Man, it's a beautiful day, man. I woke up, the sun hit me, man. It's nice outside. I'm ready to get out. Yeah, I mean, fall is creeping up on us, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, that temperature is yeah, it was just dropping a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of nippy outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but you know, still a great day nonetheless, you know what I mean? We got a great pod in store for you guys. So please remember to listen, share, rate, and subscribe. Where everywhere you get your podcast. Across the board, you name it, we're there. Just type in Hip Hop Marvels. Um, you know, remember to uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at Hip Hop Marvels. And on Facebook, Hip Hop Marvels, all one word. 
And um, and Pat, you know, plug your uh, plug your Instagram, your personal Instagram, and your uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That and that's a great idea too, because yeah. like. You know, you you know you know us uh, at, here at Hip Hop Marvels as a collective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but you know you can get to know us individually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead and plug your Instagram real quick. Pat. Yeah, just hit me up at uh, Southern Draw Four Ten Entertainment. Southern Draw. All right. E, where can they catch you at? Uh, they can catch me on Lionhead Circle on my Instagram. I changed my uh, TikTok. My TikTok is Filmo Th- Filmo Thick Triple Seven. So seven seven seven. That's right. That's right. And me, you know, you can reach me at DJ Dub Floyd. You know what I'm saying? On Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Yeah. Follow us because we'll we'll drop like when we're going to drop certain things, too. So if you follow our Instagram and TikToks, you can see when the next episodes will be coming and everything, too. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it, man, with the timeline teams. Time teams. Yeah, man. Um, Disney Plus, you know, their shows, they, they're pushing back shows, man. They, you know, they got new release dates. Um, they're pushing a lot of shows back. And uh, I think it's due to, you know, we've talked about this, what, the last two pods? Yeah. <laughs> um, writers strike. Right, yeah, the writers and, you know, the writers and uh, the actors strike. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's, uh, you know, slowly due to that. And... Um, yeah, man, it's it's having an effect on the industry in real time. Um, you know, like you said, uh, you know, in the long run, we might end up, you know, seeing a lot of uh, reruns of certain shows and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a series of shows. Um, one being uh, Agatha Darkhold Diaries, um, which used to be called Agas- Agatha. And the uh, what was it? The chaos of. Hold on. It was what was it? The, <laughs> Hold on, because now you got was, me. Yeah. yeah, it was like the it was something of chaos, or something yeah. like that. But they they recently recently changed the name to uh, Coven Dark, of Chaos. Coven of Chaos. Coven. Yeah. There it is. So they recently changed the name to Dark Hole Diaries. Um, you got, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> um, then you know you had the Echo Show. Which I was looking forward to, based off of um, you know uh, Hawkeye, you know because Echo yeah. Echo made an appearance on on Hawkeye. Okay. Um, what if season two? Season I was two. looking forward to that. Now, when did they push that back to? I'm I'm gonna get into it okay. here in a minute. Um, and then you got X Men '97. You know what I mean? So you got, you know. I was definitely excited for that one. Yeah. Right. So um, here's an article from IGN. It says, uh, Marvel has reportedly shifted the dates for Agatha, Darkhold Diaries, Echo, What If, Second Season, X-Men 97, and more amid an on- amid the ongoing strikes and changes to Disney Plus' Plus's strategy. Uh, and this basically goes on to say that, um, you know, the SAG after and WGA uh, strikes Obviously impacted production and development of those MCU shows, but sources have already said that Marvel wants to focus its efforts to make each title an event for fans and audience audiences. Uh, it plans to make that so. What is? Oh, it plans to make what? They get, what? Oh, <laughs> it plan, it's planned to make that so appears to be spreading out its upcoming content releases more than ever before. Um. Now, 
we're getting Loki. That's set in stone because we already. They probably already recorded that. And no, that, no, right? they, not probably. They, they, yeah, that's yeah. already done. We we seen trailers, like numerous trailers. We know that Loki is coming, which is 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 dope. I'm looking forward to that, um, and how we're tying to you know the rest of you know the future of the MCU. They said we need to watch another episode again, over again of they, Loki. Yeah. Hmm. Did they say what episode? Hold on one second. I was <laughs> reading it. And I was like, hold on one second. I'm gonna bring it up. Um, but yeah, so you know, um, we got Loki. Uh, you know, so and then the next thing that was slated was Marvel's What If season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that isn't set to arrive until near Christmas Day. What about the show that they did on Disney Plus where they did a Marvel where they remember they did the thing and it was like in black and white? And oh, had the that, that was the one shot. That yeah. was the yeah. That was the one shot. Uh, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, I, that I was. Would, hard. I would love to see him do another one of those. Yeah, then, no, that was hard. Um, Werewolf by Night was definitely, uh, definitely a, a, a dope show. I don't know. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, that was definitely. had Man Thing in it and everything. Yeah, like, that was the one reason I really. Yeah, loved and they yeah. did it like the. I don't know if it was uh It was. It looked like visual effects. Um, man, thing yeah. it looked like yeah, look like visual effects. So yeah, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, CGI, but uh, I don't know if they're gonna continue to do these one shot, you know, uh, type of shows. But um, spe- you know, especially with everything going on, that seem it's, it's it seems like they're trying to slow down some things, you know. Yeah. Um, and it says uh, you know, that uh, Echo which is a spinoff from Hawkeye, was going to be released on November 29th, but is now slated to have all of its episodes drop in January 2024. So Echo was coming out this year, but now that's pushed back. Um, You know, so they, you know, and then the X-Men 97, which I was really looking forward to because it's like a reboot of... I kind of think we all were. Yeah, yeah. reboot of the old, you know, X-Men animated series. Um, And it says... Uh, X-Men 97, which looks to pick up the torch of the iconic 1990s X-Men series, was going to have a fall 2023 debut before Disney shifted it to early 2024. So, you know, and then lastly, Agatha Darkhold Diaries, which was seemingly just changed from its previous known title of Agatha, like you said, Coven of Chaos, Mm -hmm. was announced for winter 2023. Now, uh, the Catherine Hahn-led series won't hit Disney Plus until early fall 2024 as a lead-up to Halloween. So, <laughs> all of these changes, you know what I'm saying, due uh, to, you know, these strikes. Um, and I think they're, they just, they're they're strategizing. Mm-hmm. They're stretching stuff out. You know, if you give everybody everything now with the strike going on, then who's going to... Create more content yeah, later. No more content. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? <laughs> Who's gonna create more content later? So, you know, um I you know, we're gonna be looking forward to all of these dates. You know what I mean? I look, I'm I'm taking it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. this whole uh strike and um just trying to see how um everything turns out. And, you know, we just gotta play the waiting game. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, I hope they get it together though. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely we, play a partner. Hey, Marvel, come on, everybody, get it together. Disney, get it together. All everybody, 
Get it together, Playboy. Come on. And speaking of, right? Speaking of getting it together and speaking of this whole strike, right? And speaking of Disney. Okay. So, uh, you know, like you like you stated, E, today is a beautiful day. My wife and I got up this morning, you know. Um, and normally in the mornings, you know, we'll we'll make a cup of coffee or something like that and we'll watch the news. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, my wife, you know, we get up and she says, turn to ABC, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I proceed to turn to ABC to, yes. for us to look, take a look at the news. And uh, it's not there no more. Nah. Yeah. The news was gone, man. It's not there. So. Um, no sports, ESPN. Right. That, that was my next <laughs> thing. So I, yeah. that was the next thing. So I, yeah. I was, you know, I said, hell, let me check out, you know, I normally check out sports and stuff. Turn to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So. They had, they had a, a, a like a splat little splash screen up or whatever, um, and it was pretty much stating that you know Spectrum tried to come to an agreement, it come to a new deal with Disney. They tried to upcharge them, yeah. and now <laughs> you know Spectrum, as a cable company, has no Disney, uh, you know, no channels, no yeah, okay. Disney related, channels. no Skip, no Sherman. No, <laughs> no, nothing. You know what yeah. I mean. So, um, you know, Disney owns a lot. You know, and yeah. I got, I got this. You know, uh, it says um on the day the college football seasons kicked in the gear, ESPN, ABC, and other Disney-owned channels were pulled from Spectrum Cable Thursday evening amid a breakdown in negotiations over carriage fees. Mm. Man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it said the channel went dark at 5 p.m. and were replaced by a message from Spectrum, like I said, to customers saying yeah. it hopes to restore the programming soon. And, Let's get it together. You know, I called my wife from the other room. She was in the room doing something, and I called her in, you know, the living room. I'm like, I'm like babe, like, <laughs> there's no ESPN, no ABC. Nothing. But, you know, I equated, and this is my theory, you know what I mean? I equated to the strikes again. You know what I'm saying? The strikes is trickling down and it's of course. Yeah. In, into uh many different facets of the entertainment industry. And my thing is is that, you know, Disney knows that it's gonna take some losses on new content soon. So we're gonna upcharge cable yeah. companies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get some of that bread back. Well, you yeah. know they cut all uh like, you know, ESPN, you know, they they did that drastic just like, you know. They Thanos a lot of cats, you know, like, <laughs> your words, Playboy, you know, they was like, you know what I'm saying, half of, the, half of ESPN was gone. <laughs> and, then, and then your man Cameron and, you know what I'm saying, and Maceo, you know what I'm saying, murder, you know, they took over the, they took over the sports. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, crazy to watch and, you know, like I said, we're gonna continue to you know stay keep our ears glued to the to the TVs and 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 look out for what's to come next yeah. out of this whole ordeal because it's affecting everything. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, you know, I, and and for me, like we only kept cable for the news anyway. So yeah. it's like, what the hell are we going? You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. normally, you know, we don't really watch regular like. Primetime TV. Yeah. We have like a bunch of streaming services and stuff like that. So, 
you do know you can stream the news. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how they low, really surviving them. Low, low, low key, we're not, gonna pro, we're not gonna promote that low key. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We do know we can stream but, but, the news. What, but. No, what, what he's saying though, you, <laughs> no, legally though, legally no, I, like no, I know, have, I know, I know. But, but like you know, what I'm saying, I I really don't see how Spectrum is even like are these cable companies still living. You know, with 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 Prime, you know, what I'm saying you get Prime and all these other stuff mm-hmm. um, because they're offering the same things. You can get local news channels as well. So you know, oh yeah, most definitely, yeah, most definitely, man. Um, yeah, local news channels. Um, I mean, you can get that in abundance. But uh, I mean, because ABC is. Yeah, it's going to be on prime time TV. It's going to be on TV, yeah. you know, regular television. Um, but yeah, for cable, uh, cable owners, it's it's, it's it's a tough one, man. Especially yeah. if you like that Disney content, you know what I mean. Yeah. ESPN is like pretty. <laughs> well, they got you know discovered. more televised games. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it, <laughs> well, the cable providers get changed like every what? How many years? Yeah. It's well, the, always a change. Yeah, somebody yeah. buy them out because yeah. what it was a Time Warner and then a Spectrum bought out Time Warner. Uh, I think they got what was it Chatham or something like that or Charters Charter. I think that yeah. was the other one. So right. like they kind of buy each other out in mm-hmm. different regions or whatever. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I do want to uh segue. In. It's still results of the of the strike. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh. It's an article, article from Vulture. said, overworked and underpaid VFX workers vote to unionize at Marvel. Mm, man. And that like, we were talking a little earlier off camera. Um, I was telling you about like a lot of like when Lucas films and like um, the Lucas Ranch, mm. a lot of they purchased, Disney purchased that with the whole, you know, Lucas film stuff. So a lot of those guys, you know, like I said, you know, they, they're probably working and doing a visual arts, but like if they don't have the people doing the voiceovers, the actual actors and everything like that, yeah, I see how it affect it's gonna affect a lot of people and like it's people money gonna be kinda you know funny. <laughs> people money gonna be funny, you know what I'm saying? So my money's funny and yeah. my credit won't get it. I might have to go to they might have to go to Tubio. <laughs> hey. But yeah, uh so you know, the article says, call it uh, the Hollywood labor organizing version of Avengers Assemble. On the hills of more than a year's worth of damning disclosures around Marvel Studios' systematic overworking and underpayment of visual effects workers on its blockbusters move- blockbuster movies and streaming series. VFX crews at Marvel have finally petitioned to demand union recognition from the studio. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It says, it says uh, on Monday... A group of more than 50 employees filed a petition for an election to be uh, represented by the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, better known as the IATSE, with the National Labor Relations Board. The workers are asking for the election to be held as early as August 21st. Well, that that had been passed, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, This marks the first time visual effects professionals have banded together to demand the same rights, wages, protections. Uh, and professional watchdog oversight enjoyed by workers in almost every other segment of the entertainment industry. This is the first time. So I'm wondering how that's going to get broken down. Like, how do you, because I, I reckon that visual effects people get paid one time or, you know, per movie or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't, I never heard of visual effects people getting paid residuals. 
you know, from movies. And I, I'm wondering if that's what they're going for or going towards. How would that work? Right. I, I'm wondering if they work like per project. So they're giving, okay, you know, this project is going to be like a six month project. So X amount of dollars is going to be uh, proportioned and you get this amount as this section of like, cause there's, you, you had to imagine there's stages. They're like beginning guys, mm-hmm. guys has been in the, the field for us. So, so they may make, let's say $50 an hour. Mm-hmm. This guy may make this, but they're just doing these projects where it's like a six month project. You working on this, you got assigned to this, but you're just getting a paycheck bi-weekly like everybody else. Right. I would assume that it would probably kind of work like that, but I'm like you said, we yeah. It's, 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 it. it's, uh, what do you think, Pat? Because it's hard to like the, it's hard to decipher that. Like for me, like it's um because well, now that I think about it, I mean, are they asking you know for residuals because they're were they were involved in that movie, so therefore any. Just anything like just, moving forward, right? Yeah. Just like with actors, you know, hey, we we acted in the movie, so anything moving forward, we want a piece. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, as I made long whole- as involved in it. I can see, yeah, that happening. Yeah. But if they're not even a part of that next part of the movie, just because you were part of the first one, you think you deserve to have that? I think what maybe it maybe uh, is that what is that what we're saying? I, I think because how would residuals work? Well, I think Dub talking about that. on that particular movie. So like. You got one graphic artist, and he has he has this scene. So let let's say let's say he's a Hulk scene, and he's doing CGI on Hulk, and he makes Hulk explode through a wall, and he kind of he you know saying uses the CGI software, and he uses like I think what one of them is called um, Maya. They got different type of software for graphics design, three D modeling, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it takes time to create something. That looks like three dimensional. It looks realistic, and so he's like, "Well, you know, this movie's getting watched over and over, and over. It's just like somebody getting points on a uh, on a rap album. You I know understand. what I'm saying? Like they say they got thirty uh, yeah, producers on one that, album, and that's how I think they will. They they're gonna try to attack that. You okay. know what I'm saying? The same way, like, hey, now they're gonna have to maneuver through this the this new age process though because. There, there's, we're not, we're no longer watching movies on VHS. No. We're no longer watching DVDs. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are like, I've just seen like a uh, advertisement for, uh, I think it's like two Marvel movies or, or two, no, two yeah. Marvel shows. I think uh, WandaVision and it was another one they're going to put on Blu-ray. So apparently people are still watching Blu-ray, but it's not as popping as it was, yeah. you know, so back it's just in the like- day. It's like anything else. Everything's going digital versus having a tangible physical product like with anything with music and media. Like it's all media now. So you can stream pretty much anything that has to do with music, movies, or anything like that, any kind of visuals or sounds. So you're not going to have the tangibles anymore. But you do have people that are collectors. So, you know, they probably like, like my man, what's his name? Um, Nipsey. When he was selling his albums for like a thousand dollars, right? And he made like a thousand albums, and then he sold them for a thousand dollars or something like that. So that will probably be in the next stage, you know, what I'm saying where it'll be collectors out and we're only making thirty of these. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I feel that, and I and you know, I'm all about you know, paint. these are the people, the actors, the people behind the scenes, the V the VFX um personnel. Like these are the people that make it happen. Yeah, you know nice. what I'm saying. Directors, the 
you know, so pay these people. I was always under the assumption that all those people were paid well, honestly. For, I, <laughs> for I real. really was. For real. Like I to was, to make some so like such groundbreaking mm-hmm. like yeah. shit. Like, you know, blockbuster yeah. hits. Exactly. I I always assumed that. Like, oh, like, oh they, they oh they they got great it. Great for that. Yeah. yeah, they got it. You know what I'm saying? I was wrong. Yeah. You would think like some of them would even exceed some of these actors you exactly. know, payments. You know what I'm saying? Like when we're talking about visual effects, I was I would never think, you know, that they would have to for the first time ever that they would have to do something like this to unionize. And that only means something down the pipeline ain't right. Like, what type of like labor not, practices are they doing at these studios? Well, look, look, okay, let's talk, let's let's go a little deeper. I don't want to take too much time, but look at Aaron Bay, Braze, Blaze. He was a Disney uh, artist, right? Mm-hmm. When they were, before they were went to like the digital, you know, they had these desks where they would draw and they had to draw so many and they were commissioned to draw so many. So when he worked for Disney, he got a paycheck from Disney as, you know, saying a person that was an employee of Disney. But then he started doing freelance. So like they would, they started uh, doing contracts and say, okay, you give us 30 pages of Lion King of this mm-hmm. and they give him, okay, this is what this storyline is, you know, whatever. And then they became to that, and then they be, they became kind of like Uber drivers now. You know what I'm saying? They they're contractors. You know what I'm saying? Contract right. workers. So they're not employees anymore. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to worry about you know medical or anything like that. So they like you know freelance guys. So that's what the game went to, and that's probably what that's that can equate to what you're talking about as well. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Um. Another part of the uh, the article, it says the petition for a voluntary uh, union recognition for Marvel and its parent company, Disney, arrives amid what the Los Angeles Times has taken to calling the hot labor summer. Mm. A cultural inflection point when both the Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild are on strike against the alliance of motion picture and television producers, halting productions across Hollywood and throwing the upcoming movie release corridor into chaos. Just as crucially, however, VFX's newly strident demands for a seat at the collective bargaining table also play out against a backdrop of increasing fan displeasure um, um, with the quality of computer-generated imagery in Marvel Studios movies and series. Coming perhaps not coincidentally just months after the firing of Marvel's president of post-production and VFX, Victoria Alonso. So... That I guess the the VFX personnel they're they're getting these critiques from the, these fans, so it's like yo, if if the for us to deliver, we need to get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For yeah. us to deliver, we definitely need to get paid. Wow, you know. That's... So, I mean, you know. Once again, that's we, crazy. We, you know, we're gonna you know keep our, uh, our eyes not open. Getting paid, yeah. right? Crazy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay these I'm, people. I'm just sitting here thinking about. I'm like, how are you not getting but, paid? But pay how do you people. pay? Like my my here, I'm trying to like make it make sense to me as far as saying like so, like you know, we talk about a producer and like you know, Kanye would have like 20 producers on one beat. Mm-hmm. How do you pay all these? guys when there's this amount of money and you pay 30 producers and you know give them points or whatever well my thing how many hours go into a motion picture 
Yeah, I mean a lot. Vi or a visual lot or hours. visual effects and Six CGI months, for that year. matter. Yeah. Visual effects or CGI for that matter. I I, I reckon that it takes You know, like, I don't think uh, a, uh, I don't think a set salary uh, would work. A lot of man hours. For mm -hmm. somebody who's yeah, you're getting paid this, but you're still putting this amount of time in for this motion picture. I'm sorry, you would have to be paid hourly. Oh yeah, most of you would have <laughs> yeah. to be. And well, just, that just that's the only way it works in my mind. But if they're paid hourly, do they do that? You pay them hourly. Do you give them points or or like you like you were talking about last one of the last episodes where people are saying they're getting ninety nine cent checks from their points or whatever. So how how do you equate the points? But that's that's what I'm saying. Views that, that's, or streams. That, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like they they're I guess. Now is the time to strike for if for anybody who feels that yeah. they're been they've been getting you know done dirty. You know what I'm saying? Because we're in a different day and age, and streaming is ruling the world right now. Yeah, there, like I said, it there's is. no more like even in the music industry, there's no more CDs like that. There's yeah. no more VHSs. There's no there's no more like you know. Um, you can get these things if you are like a collector of like tangible shit. But yeah, for the most part, people don't care about that shit. They just want to see the content. And as long as you're pumping it out, they, they're going to, you know, watch it. So the cheat code that these uh, streaming services have over on these actors and, you know, different personnel that's creating these this content for these companies is that they don't, they have, they have all the stats. Yeah. Right. But they're not sharing it. You know what I'm saying? So or they're not, they're not sharing the stats. Yeah. So these actors don't really know what they get. Yeah, getting, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like Snoop was saying. He was like, how does this streaming thing work? You know, he was like, because yeah. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But and and let's take it to the music tip. You gotta have a certain amount of streams to even get like what, one dollar or uh, something or yeah. one cent or some shit. But that's the thing though. Like, so if you if I have so how many people you think it would take to make the a one movie? So you gotta think about all the people that build a set, uh the people who do the CGI or the effects people, you got the sound people uh in the studios, the actors themselves. All the way down to the people the that producers. cater food. Like yeah. all everybody. So that's what I mean, I'm not I'm talking people actual contributors. I mean they contribute but like the actual contributors. You talking about as far as the content is Yeah, concerned. yeah. Okay. So that could be a thousand people. So how do you spit? How do you split? Like I could see like a movie of uh, like Barbie. What does it make? Like three or four billion dollars or something like that? Yeah, Barbie made a grip. Yeah. I don't know so, the exact number, but Barbie made a grip. So you know the people who actually put the money up, they're going to get their dibs first. But then everybody else got to divvy up. All like you guys said, you got all these different people who are- or in in the eyes of like what we think about of, of a music, they producer. So I made if I made this thirty second because that thirty seconds of that CGI could have took three months. For facts. you know, yeah. But how do you <laughs> like? Do you get paid at one time for that, or do you get uh, constantly get paid over? That's over what all I, the that's time? what I think. That's what I think that is going on now, and they don't because you got to realize like if you got a whole fleet of VFX workers right mm -hmm. you might get one movie you know like I was telling E yeah. you know uh, off camera you might get a movie I might get three movies E might get eight movies or whatever you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. what you gonna do 
You get what I'm saying? After your one movie is done, you get what yeah. I'm saying? I so, got to grind and get another movie. Yeah, you got to get another right. contract. So this is for some of those uh, folks. This is where this this union unionization comes in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, if even if I do one movie and it takes off, I can still benefit from it. Of course. You know, yeah. it's just how do they do it? You know That's, what I mean? They have, it has to be structured a certain way. Like right. you said, like we talked before, it has to be fair for both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, most definitely, man. Or like, or how, how, so a million streams, what does that equate to? And what level do I get that this percentage? Because if I'm a, if I'm a higher contributor to this product, of course I should get more. If I, if I contribute like maybe a five second scene, that it would it would still help the movie, but do I get like every ten thousand streams I get a dollar? That's the that's the other upside. That's how you probably seeing people like making like 90, 90 cents or getting a check for nine dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because right, right. They're not. But then if their company is holding the the streaming, the actual streaming of it, or if the movie doesn't stream as well, that's probably what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's no way to know the real numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they got to be transparent. That, yeah. So basically, they need to be transparent. Have a system, uh, you know, and have a ranking of where how you go. Or they should just buck the system and just sabotage everything. <laughs> oh you know man, what I'm then we which, won't get which, we won't get great which, movies which, and which, stuff. Which, which leads us into our next topic. Go ahead, man. Buck the system, <laughs> sabotage everything. Just like my man Fifty, start throwing Yo. equipment. Yo. <laughs> start launching. Nah, boy, we don't want to do that, B. <laughs> the, the way he did it, though, I was like, yeah, Yo, that was cool. <laughs> start launching equipment. That's what the actors that everybody should do. Like, fuck this shit. The yeah. VFX people start throwing Mac books and <laughs> start throwing shit. Just wreck man. it. Just throw, you know what I mean? Catering people throwing for chaos. Yeah. But yeah, so, anarchy. So yeah. The homie Curtis Jackson, yeah, you know what I'm saying. The homie Fifty Cent is a he's a suspect now. Criminal battery man, That's but, crazy. But G unit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, it was an incident at uh, one of his shows, um, and uh, he was uh, in L.A. You know what I mean, doing his you know, on his tour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, which is rocking throughout the country, and. Uh, what was he? He was uh, frustrated. With he was frustrated mic with issues. his mic. He was having yeah. mic issues, and uh, <laughs> it was. And, but when I seen the video, uh, it was like he was. It was like two or three mics he went through. Yeah, he yeah. Went yeah. That's why he was so frustrated. Was frustrated. I would have been bad could, too, man. Yeah, like, hey, tell. somebody sound people. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. What Method Man says, sound man sabotage the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fifty. Uh, fifty got as mad as uh, Biggie did. When uh, Big when, uh, Biggie threw that bottle at Big Cap, mm-hmm. that threw that water bottle at him. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the, the records was warping. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie was like, "Yo, what the hell, hell man? man?" Little C's was over there cracking up. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he got as frustrated as that. Yeah, so you could tell. But um, yeah. So TMZ, you know, they they broke the story first, and uh, they said, uh, you know, Fifty Cent's attorney Scott Lehman. Yeah, uh, told TMZ. Let's be very clear. As I told LAPD this afternoon, my client Curtis, aka Fifty Cent, would never intentionally strike anyone with a microphone. Yeah. Now listen to that statement. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I think of so many like hip hop records where it's like they use the mic as a weapon or whatever, yeah. like, <laughs> but they talking about it verbally. Yeah. yeah. And he actually damn. Actually. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> How now, many mics do we rip on the daily? Many mornings. Say me, say many, many, many. Say me, say many men. Yeah. <laughs> many, 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 many men. <laughs> now, I don't think he... Let, but, but let's be clear. I don't... He, did, he didn't... He intentionally, like, target this woman. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I don't... Like, I don't think he was being malice. I mean, we have seen him get on, like, some, some random fan or something, grab his butt or whatever, and he kind of, like, woof, you know what I'm saying? Because 50 mm -hmm. a pretty, you know, strong cat. But in this instant... I don't think he was being malice nah. and trying to hurt anyone. Right. I, I mean, we do want to be clear on right. that. Right, yeah. yeah. His attorney said, you know, any anyone saying something different doesn't have all the facts yeah. and is misinformed. And um, then it said, uh, T TMZ, they learned that 50 Cent is now a suspect in, in a criminal felony battery report. Right. That's crazy, Because bro. Power 106 radio host, Brianna Mungane, was the woman hit. And when I seen the picture... Yeah. yeah, she took a hit, bro. I'm talking yeah. about, yeah, she took a, she took a one for the team for real. Like honestly, the way that that bruise looked, looked like she got hit with a rubber bullet. Yeah, for Damn. real. Yeah, that he he launched that thing. Yeah. Um, and it says you know Brianna Mungane was the woman hit, and she filed a po police report. Uh, you know they believe Fifty threw the mic at his crew in the production area, and it hit. Her, she. I guess she was just yeah, in the way. Yeah, she just. Me personally, I don't think he. Standard. I don't think he was like uh, for what though. Like, why yeah, would he hit? Yeah. Why would he just like you? Yeah. Like, like if that's how it is at a fifty concert, I do yeah. not want to go. Yeah, <laughs> fifty isn't. I'm out there like rocking. Calculated. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Hold on. Hold on. You know, I mean, you I, out there rocking. You like? I think I'll take a a mic to the head. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But you know he's gonna get paid. We okay. We know what it is. She, you know, saying she know fifty got money. He got bread. You know, that's what it is. I don't think he's going to get, hopefully, with our justice system, I hope he don't get criminal charges or Let, felonies. I mean, but. let's cut her some bail, though. Like, I mean, she and she made no, you know, 50 yeah. has money. She should get like paid. That. She no. definitely should get yeah, paid, she though, should because, get paid. like, you, all she did was go to a concert. She yeah. did nothing wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to shoot her some bail on that. Yep. And then I'm going to also shoot 50 some bail because I don't think he intentionally targeted nah, nah, her. Nah. Exactly. But look, 50 is the king of taking situations like this and, yeah. and turning them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. In his favor. So let's watch I, well, let's and see. Wait what and happens. see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, watch. for sure. Yeah, definitely. He's the king of that, the master mastermind at that. Yeah, he's, he's very methodic when stuff like this happens and he knows how to really move. But I do think he should be. Like this. Yeah, I do think he should be proactive in like reaching out to her and making sure she's good. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm pretty you know sure he, he did. And I'm sure he it, did. Yeah. But see, TMZ is reporting. They said that uh, the victim told the cops that 50 looked directly at her before throwing the mic. I don't want to look. I, I don't want to laugh oh, at the situation. But, <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Come on. But just, really? like I, but just like I said, I can't imagine 50 being like, uh, like in mid-concert yeah. and just like a random motherfucker just grilling them down and yeah. saying, you. <laughs> Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't see that happening. Or that unless make sense sense at all. It don't, don't like you make said she is power like one of the radio stations, right? Unless he may have failed, which I, I doubt this. I'm no I'm just <laughs> you just speculating. Yeah. 
unless he felt like she had something to do with the mic quality that it was going on, he may have threw it. A look Why at would her she say, have anything to do with the that's mic what I, quality? But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, she's already a host attending the Fifty Cent show to attend the Fifty Cent show. Like he, she's not so like he looked at her and like this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you like or if, you had something to do. Your radio station has something to do. With once this. again, if going to a, I love Fifty to death. Yeah, that's yeah, my dude bro, too. I love Fifty to death. If going to a 50 Cent concert entails that, I don't want to go. No. Like, because there's a chance I might leave with a black eye, missing limb or something. I think this yeah. is the first you time we heard like, anything happening yeah, since this whole tour. Yeah, yeah whole tour, the whole tour like, was going by clean. He was yeah. bringing people out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Going to different cities. Nah, like, I didn't see it much. They, he mushed somebody. Somebody came and grabbed him and he kind of mushed him. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, but that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, those yeah, fans can get a little hand. Yeah, hands, yeah, but it wasn't serious enough to. Yeah, to, it wasn't nothing like that. It, yeah, it wasn't serious enough to, like, you know, document yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Not as serious as this. Now, I, I just hope this doesn't become a trend where, you know, because, you know, Cardi B had the same situation. Yeah. But somebody, but see, to her defense, somebody threw a drink. You don't know what's but, in that drink. Yeah. You don't know what's in the drink. It's crazy, but did you it, it could have been anything. Acid, yeah. Did you see that whole video when she was like, throw some water on me and hey, here comes water. Yeah. And then see, all of a sudden, yeah, there's a whole other part of that video oh, the, of the beginning. She actually said, throw yes, water on she me. She said, it's hot up here. Y'all throw some water on me. Oh, somebody said, hey, here you go. So it happened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I just, so I just don't, you know, want it to become a trend because, I mean, lately, and this is, it's been in abundance since the, the pandemic ended, mm -hmm. where the fans are trying to jump on stage oh, and yeah. run and interact with people on stage and vice versa. Yeah. You got artists jumping off the stage to whip. Motherfuckers. Well, you seen Lloyd. Like you seen Lloyd when he was overseas, and um, he he pushed us one of the security guards. He's like, "You get the fuck up out of here! Get the fuck up out of here, partner!" And Lo then yeah, you talking about Lloyd Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. Yeah, he, I, I just seen a clip the other day, and he was like, he was in um, he was somewhere in Europe, and he was doing it uh, Amsterdam or somewhere, and he was like, the crowd was right there, and he told all the security, he said, "Y'all get back, y'all get back," and he went over to the crowd and started rocking. So like. You know, Met the Man and Red Man used to jump in the crowds and stuff. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but it's, it's a lot different nowadays, though. You got people trying to take your chain. Yeah, yeah. And you hear female artists saying, oh, they're getting fondled out in the crowd, yeah. like jumping out there. Like, But then you got, it, I mean, it's, I'm just saying it's like a, it's a give and take with the artists and the, and the fans because you got fans running on stage. Look what happened right at, uh, was it during or right? No, it was right after the pandemic when uh, Dave Chappelle had that show. The dude. Had a gun with a, uh, a knife yeah, attached. Yeah. yeah, you had a situation like that uh, just recently. Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane. He was uh, he was rocking overseas. No, he was rocking in uh, Canada. I, I think it was mm. somewhere in Canada. And uh, and I just heard the guy tell his side of the story. But um, a guy walked out. Big Daddy Kane just rapping. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing, getting busy. And the guy just walks in front of the stage and just stands there. With his arms crossed like this. Mm -hmm. And then Kane's still okay. rapping and Kane's like, hold on, stop the music. Like, bro, bro, man, like, what you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then Kane, yeah. you know, he proceeded to like, I know Kane was getting ready yeah. to get at him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Guy, he came out, uh, 
with his side of the story and said that he was supposed to go on before Kane. Uh, well, after well, after Master Ace, Master Ace, they were supposed to go on before Master Ace, but mm-hmm. the people at the venue said Master Ace was on, so they said, "Cool, he can rock first. We'll go on after him." They thought they were going on, and then Big Daddy Kane was on. Yeah, okay. so he okay. just made a statement. And let's but you be don't clear, make a, yeah. but you don't make a statement like that. Yeah. You don't do that. And let's you know be clear about this too. We know you. We don't know everybody's mental mental state. <laughs> that is, that is, that's that's the case with that. Yeah, that's the case with everyday so, life for real. You know, I'm gonna be on guard on that too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Hey, look. <laughs> I was taught. Hey, look. Carry. Uh, be judged by twelve rather than carried by six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you know, like Pat was saying, I'm I'm sure Fifty's gonna turn this around. Yeah. Um, the tour is still dope. You yeah. know, Fifty's final lap tour. You know what I mean? Um, but. You know, I'm sure he he didn't intentionally. Yeah, you know, what I, I don't mean? think so. Um, she said he looked at her. I don't know. She maybe she seen something that I I don't know. She seen cha ching, <laughs> <laughs> dollar signs, partner. <laughs> For real. Hey, listen. You know they say you see stars when you get hit. Yeah, you she saw some dollar, stars. Dollar signs. Yes, uh-huh. so, yes. But um, yeah. So you know, and quick shout out to Fifty and the Power. Uh, with Tommy, Tommy did his thing on her uh, first episode too. But they go ahead, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen, it, I seen it this morning. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't, I, I haven't even gotten around to it yet. Um, I, I, I think you know. I, matter of fact, I actually told my wife uh, last night. I was like, yeah, you know, power is back. I mean, uh, the force is back on. So mm-hmm. We're gonna check it out. We're gonna see what that's that's looking like. Um, but yeah, man, Mace. Your boy murder, murder, Mace, man, getting that good old publishing back. Pause. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you said publishing. Pause. Like just anything, anything. huh? <laughs> anything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah. Like like Pat was saying, man. Um, you know, Mace got that that good old that good old publishing back. That's good. Yeah. That's um, good. That's real good to hear. You know, definitely speaking on the history. Uh, you know, between him and Puff mm-hmm. and and everything. So um yeah, I think it's I think that's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's 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 awesome. That's something that he wanted for for years. Yeah. And I'm man, glad he got him back. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I think you know Murder it, Mace. It's something he 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 been wanting to do for years. Mm-hmm. And um because yeah, they was going at it for a minute about it. They was like, you know what I'm saying? He was like you know, uh, the receipts is in your mama. Your mama got the receipts. Yeah, matter of oh, fact, you yeah, know what was that? Yeah, what was that? Um, Yo, he was. Yeah, 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 what was that about though? Well, he wanted to publish it, and he was saying like, you know, he's like, Puff had like big. He wouldn't give it to his mom's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Miss Mrs. Wallace, he wouldn't give like big, and then you know his kids. You know what I'm saying? Because. That publishing, you can you can give it to your your kids. This is you know what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. it's like a trust fund. You can just keep giving, let let them have it, the royalties and all that stuff, and they can that could be a part of your estate. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I got this uh, article from Complex. It says Mace is celebrating the win, at least according to Cameron. The Dipset rapper took to Instagram on Wednesday to celebrate the uh, Mace getting his publishing back from Diddy. Just, all in the uh, world. He said, uh, just finished the paperwork for uh, for that yesterday. Congrats, Mace, Killer Cam wrote. Uh, in the same breath, Cameron also pushed the upcoming release of his next tape, The Lost Files, Volume 1, set to release on September 8th, alongside a clip of a new song from the project. 
Uh, the Lost Files apparently doesn't include a feature from Mace. Um, he said, my nigga Murder had to sit this one out, Cam wrote. But Cam, folks, let me tell you about this, too. Um, I don't know how true it is, but I kind of saw this the other day, too. Like, just a quick nib tidbit. Um, I think they were saying, like, Trump signed this bill. It's called, like, the uh, the get your royalties, I mean, get your publishing and stuff back. He just recently signed a bill, like, right before he got out of office whatnot. And I, I saw, like, on something, it was like, so they made it into, like, a, you know, like a, a law that these uh, artists are starting to get their publishing and stuff back from these corporations now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got, I'm going to look more on t- more into it and get more depth with it. But, uh, like, you know, so I'm thinking maybe that's part of it, too, that now these, you know, because it's a certain time limit that where you can get your publishing and stuff back as oh, well. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, Mace uh, was signed to Bad Boy Records in the late 90s and early 2000s. When he gave his publishing rights to Diddy for twenty thousand dollars, what? Yeah, twenty grand. But you gotta realize it goes back to like we talked about yeah. this before. You're young. Yeah, <laughs> I, a little piece of money looked like a lot, a lot of, of money, money. Yeah. especially when you never. You don't. Had you're not it. thinking yeah. of the long run publishing here. Twenty grand. Oh, here you can yeah. take that. You're not thinking of the long run and how much money you you exactly. you're liable to lose, um, and stuff like that. So morally, I just couldn't do that to nobody. <laughs> I really could. Well, I mean, you should. Hey, we should know from like the Cadillac that's, that's, records that's, that's and stuff rape, like raping, that. No, raping you records. Yeah. Remember, J- we'll be raping you, raping you, raping you. You know what I'm saying? It says uh, Mace has been forthcoming about his troubles with Diddy for the last few years, particularly when Mace slammed Diddy on social media about his publishing rights. In January 2020, uh, Murder Mace was prompted to call Diddy out when he turned down Mace's offer to buy back his catalog for tw- uh, two million. Mm-hmm. Mace's social media rant also followed a speech that he gave at Clyde Davis pre-Grammy Gala when the media mogul reprimanded the Recording Academy, Academy for not respecting black hip-hop and R&B artists. Mm. So he kind of like, you know what I mean? Double-backed mm-hmm. on that. You know, double-backed on that. Hey, can I say one thing, too, real quick? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Eminem. I know I talk a lot of shit about Eminem. Like he's he probably still in my top forty, <laughs> but nah, he, he did some real he did some real shit. Wait, hold on, you know nah. he's proud. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blood, hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna get. Hey, cousin. Hold on, you not you not gonna do that that casual? Nah. Nigga. For real, nah. For real. He said and he's probably, he's probably in my top forty. He's in but my anyway, top forty. Like no, but nah. I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I mean, I I, I res- you can respect somebody as an individual mm-hmm. and still critique. They, they artwork, whatever, you know, I thought, you know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, I think he a dope MC. Don't get it twisted. I think he a dope MC, but the content and stuff that he was rapping, I never, it was never for me, really. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, so, but. I've heard he, a lot of people say that. He shot out all, like, he shot out some, like, from Paul Righteous teachers to everybody who influenced him. And, like, because he got inducted. I think to the Hall of Fame or Hard Rock, one of them. And he was saying, these people should have went before me because I wouldn't have been here without these people. And right. I, I got nothing respect for someone like that. That's that's man-child shit right there. Well, he's definitely a student of the game. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a student. Like of I said, the game. He, he a dope MC. He a connoisseur of hip hop. Yeah. You know, yeah. his content of like, you know what I'm saying, wasn't really for me, but- I still think he was like in sound bombing, he was fucking dope. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, Mace, he was like, you know, you bought you bought it for tw- uh 20K. I offered you two million in cash. <laughs> he said, This is not black excellence at all. So it's it's just great to hear this. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
it seems like he's on a good trajectory right now. You know what I'm saying? He, he, uh, ever since that uh, million dollars worth of game interview that he did and he reconciled with Cam, they got a sports show that just got picked up for 30 million. He got his publishing back. I know new music is coming. Even if it ain't, he can do shit with his old music. Yeah. Like he up right now. You know what I'm saying? They got to, they got to fix that though with my man, with my mans though. They got to fix that with, uh, What's my man's uh, who had the beef with T, Pusha T? They got to they got to reconcile that though. Say you know what I'm saying? Uh, all the Dipset cats, uh, Jim Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they got no. I'm, I'm, I'm real shit, real shit. They got a, him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you talking about him and Jim? Yeah, him and Jim. Like you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Um, him and Cam gonna always be cool, but you know, I think that's the next piece to like reconcile that. Yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, so shout out to Murder Mace, man. Shout out, he was he's still one of my uh favorite MCs. Yeah. Um he has some ill freestyles, especially on them clue tapes, man. Like yeah. ill freestyles, you know what Legendary. I'm saying? Yes, Legendary. Legendary, man. Yes, sir. And with that said, man, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. You're listening to Hip Hop Marvel's podcast, your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and marvel, where we got a lot. Block to the comic shop. Deploy, you a genius, partner. <laughs> Are you looking for a sweet treat to brighten up your day? Do you want to support a local black owned business that makes delicious pastries and snacks? Then you need to check out Hook and Key Creations out of Sanford, North Carolina. Hook and Key Creations offers a variety of mouth-watering goodies with a New Orleans flair. Cupcakes, cakes, cookies, candy apples, candied popcorn, ooey-gooey bars, and more. They use fresh ingredients and homemade recipes to make every bite a delight. Whether you need a cake for a special occasion, a snack for your office meeting, or just to treat yourself, Hook and Key Creations has you covered. You can order online, call, or text 919-537-9676 and follow them on Facebook and Instagram to see their latest creations and promotions. Order from Hook and Key Creations today and enjoy a little taste of New Orleans one bite at a time. What's good? It's your play upon the two chains, you feel me? In the building, money all the way to the ceiling. Hey yo, what up everybody? This is Star Home. Yo, this is Trackstar the DJ. Hey yo, what's up? Black Shaman, let your costumes free and get down to the south. PFD. This is Paris Let's let rock with Rocking with precise politics. Yo, 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 what up? This is DJ Eclipse. Hello, everybody. This is Jennifer Duvall. It's your boy, Sheik Looch. D-Block all day, silverback gorillas. What's good, people? This is Eternally MC. What's up? This is your boy, Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. A.K.A. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I already know I'm a superhero. What makes me a superhero? Come on. Hip hop marvels. Hip hop marvels. This is hip hop marvels. We are live at hip hop marvels. You know how we do. We do all the all all the things at all the time. This is yeah. where the superheroes reside. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop marvels podcast. Keep tuned in because they couldn't have bridged together a better gap. All right. Hip hop marvels podcast. 
I'm over here marveling at all these dope sounds. That's the chill. Hip hop all. Right now, I'm checking out Hip Hop Marvel's podcast available wherever dope podcasts are streamed. Right now, you're checking out Hip Hop Marvel's podcast. Keep blazing that shit and all that. You feel me? You're tuning to the Hip Hop Marvel's podcast. You're on that. Your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and Marvel. Two Chain Radio. 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 And we're back, Hip Hop Marvel's podcast, your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and Marvel, where we got a lot from the block to the comic shop. I'm your boy, Dub Floyd, aka War Machine, the last Don Cheadle, here with E Ray, aka Phil Mo Thick. Mm-hmm. How you like him? Slim Thick with tight <laughs> ankles all, all day. day. <laughs> <laughs> here with Pat Mully, the beat bully, aka Toxin. Toxin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Toxic on them beats. You know mm. what I mean? Um, want to give take a time out because I, I failed to do so in the beginning of the pod, but take some time out to shout out the squad. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Rick. Shout out to Wizzy. You're a genius. Wizzy, you a genius, <laughs> partner. <laughs> uh, shout out to um um Jigpool, Terry, Brandis, you know what I'm saying? The whole squad, the whole squadron supreme. You know what I mean? Squadron supreme. <laughs> we out here. So yeah, man. Um, this next segment, you know, you know what it is. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, um, yes, y'all. And it don't stop. So we we we're gonna uh, you know, just uh kind of focus on this ghostface killer Red Bull freestyle Yo. real quick. Mm. Just real quick, you know what I'm saying? The Red Yo. Bull freestyle, real quick. Noodles. Um, <laughs> noodles. Mm, noodles. <laughs> Yo, Ghost is always going to be in my top five, no matter what. Most of what nobody say. Yeah, Ghost is in my top. I mean, I, we've had this conversation. Yeah, I can't even be mad at that. We, we had this conversation. I can't even be mad at time that. Time and time again, bro. Like, yeah. it's. That like, man's wordplay, the way he was just moving those words around. I mean, just so effortlessly. I was just like, yo, Ghost. Ghost Dean. That's my Dini. That's my album, Bulletproof Wallet. The future's pumped from the gaze of the sunlight. Trying to go legit this time with no gunfight. Straight fights the gun. My man got the gold connect. Bole, you do with chicks on deck. He got Navy sailors moving the crypto specs. Made that hummer sound like a discotheque. His brother stand, blow off his own hand. He's in the mausoleums, couldn't Show his wrist back on. It's in the Coliseum. The monster's out, straight down in the opera house. Scorpion pendant, red stone in the lobster mouth. Diamonds embroidered in the China wear, speaking through Tesla phones. Tucked behind the ear, Snow White Royce. Guts red with lasagna chairs. Scarface party was raw with mad lines in there. Everybody holding rock rappers, mad nines in there. Hitters with gold fronts fronting where the concierge. 50 years of hip hop, New York is the mascot. City is the backdrop. What more you can holler at me? Man, if you don't have a sour stomach face when you listen to that, <laughs> man, <laughs> man, if you don't got the sour stomach face, what? Come on, man. The way Ghost be moving those words around like that, I'm just like, yo, he's still just yo. That's it. That sounds like vintage Ghost, man. exactly. 
Like, like he just stepped out of 36 chambers. <laughs> exactly. And like, took a time machine and just came back, Man. you know what I mean, to the year 2023. Like Fucking roaches out the cereal box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was the uh, Red Bull freestyle from Ghostface, man. That was refreshing to hear. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Bro. Nonetheless, very refreshing to hear. Um, I always give Ghost his flowers, man. Um, wordplay is crazy, crazy charismatic. Uh, one of the dopest with the pen, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, bar none. I always like the way he moved words around. Just yeah. and 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 you just like what? I'm like you thinking like fettuccine pasta, and you just like, mm. what? like <laughs> dude, ghost is going crazy. Both hands crusty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, for real, man. But um, yeah, ghost is that dude, man. Um, slurping and burping. <laughs> <laughs> My man, ghost. But yeah, so um, moving on. Dropping gems. Dropping gems. Mm. Dropping gems. Mm. And um, yeah, I want to get into, um, you know, this episode's topic, you know what I mean? Which is, um, uh, the, you know, the cultural impact and significance of the Marvel hip hop variant covers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, uh, they were released, what, 2015, 2016? Mm -hmm. And um, you talk about covers inspired by some of the dopest classic albums in hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, such as like Nas's Illmatic, Dr. Dre's The Chronic, Wu Tang Clan, Clan's uh, Into the Wu Tang. Um, you got Ready to Die, Ready to Die, yeah. uh, Blowout Cone, Midnight Marauders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Classics. You know what I'm saying? Long Live ASAP. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even you know yeah. even in, even the new school. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, the covers, they was meant to celebrate diversity and creativity of both Marvel and hip-hop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is, uh, you know, I, and I told this story um, time and time again on this podcast platform is, you know, the story is that those covers inspired hip-hop Marvels, mm -hmm. inspired me to bring it to fruition mm -hmm. because I always knew that hip-hop and Marvel uh, entertainment comics, whatever the case may be, I always knew that they had a special bond and that they had a lot in common and, and a lot uh a lot of things are shared. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um all the way from the birthplace. Uh both birth both of them mm -hmm. birth in New York, you know what I mean? New York City. Um they they talk about real situations. Yeah. You got people that went through some tra some trauma. Um, you got people with alter egos, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In hip hop, we got a lot of cats with alter, alter egos. You know what I'm saying? Heroes and villains. And, and heroes, and, exactly. Mm -hmm. You got first appearances in hip hop. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Always go back to one prominent one, um, Tupac, Digital Underground. That yeah. was his first appearance. Mm -hmm. Before you even knew a Tupac. He was running with them. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. His yeah. first appearance was what? Is Roxanne Shantae's DJ? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you know, it's it's a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, those covers, man. Um, Even Jay with Jazzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. True. 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 You know what I'm saying? So um, those uh, Marvel hip hop variant covers, they always hold like a special place in my heart because it's like the catalyst for this platform. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the catalyst for Hip Hop Marvel's podcast. Um, so I, I got a few questions for you guys. You know what I'm saying? 
related to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for both of y'all. So how did the Marvel hip hop uh, variant covers reflect the themes, styles, and personalities of the original albums or artists? Like we we talked about a few of them off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you feel that they, you they know, embodied it? Yeah, like yeah, because, because they had different artists doing different yeah. covers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and shout out to um, you know, we had two two of them on this podcast, and I'm planning to have more. Um, uh, but actually three, three of them on this podcast. I'm I plan to have more artists, uh, and and writers uh, of of Marvel comics. But um, shout out to Sanford Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the homie. And shout out to Mike Del Mundo. And shout out to Afua Richardson, um, which she will be at the, this year's NC Comic Con, Bull City. So um, you know, shout out to 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 those three artists. Um, we were lucky to get to chop it up with them, um, in past episodes, and they contributed to that hip hop, you know. That whole movement. I think it was headed. It was head by uh, Axel Alonso at the time. He was the editor editor in chief of Marvel at that time, and he's big in the hip hop. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that kind of suggested that, like, "Hey, we need to do something with hip hop. How about we do the the variant covers?" Mm-hmm. And I think I thought it was a dope idea. I know every around that time, every time a new title dropped. And it's crazy because I collect certain titles of comics, but when those variants came out, it didn't matter what it was. <laughs> got it. I got it because it was a hip hop cover. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, to answer your question for me, uh, a lot of them, yeah, and one in particular, I believe, is uh, the the Miles Nas. Yeah, that was that was they around tops. I I can't even tell you the artist. I I would have to look real quick, but. Whoever that artist was, they really, really embodied that with Miles being who he is and Nas yeah. at the age he was. It, it really fit. It really fit the backdrop and everything. I was like, "Yo, that is dope." So yeah, I I believe yes. Um, and another one was uh, <laughs> coincidentally, Miles's uncle, Prowler. Hmm. Oh uh, shoot, yeah. The psychology one hundred and one, the technology one. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So yeah, I believe that artist. I was like, "Yo, that was real dope for them to use that." So yeah, um, I think they embodied it really good. Those certain artists, you know, and I've looked yeah. through just about all of them. I was like, every last one of them is. Dope. You have any favorites that stood out? Oh to you? man, I like that cartridge, the dark side with red man, the carnage, mm-hmm. yeah, carnage, yeah, man. That, that was because I brought me back to you know, say Uncle Quilly. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. He's an Uncle Quilly. And then I like the the Dr. Dre Chronic one. That was real nice too. I like that was that brought me that was cool. Oh with well, Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange. Dr. Strange, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dr. I think Strange. that was clever how they did that. Uh yeah. yeah, um for me it would be um it would have to be that uh Black album. Black um, Panther. Black yeah. Panther, yeah, the Ch- mm-hmm. T'Challa joint. Um and another one for me would be the there's Fuji's The Score, The Ultimates. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you got, oh, you got another one? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, The Fuji's The Score. The Woo? Oh, The Squadron Supreme. Yeah, How can yeah, I forget? Sir. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can the you squ- just ask me, you got another one? <laughs> right. <laughs> How can I forget? Yeah, The Squadron Supreme Woo Joint. Yeah, The Squadron Supreme Woo Joint. Man, that one's really dope. Yeah, that all of them are dope, though. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah and, and you know, like I said, it didn't matter what title, because like some of those, like I wasn't a big like rocking and group 
collect collector or whatever. Um, but their variant cover was uh, King of Rock, Run DMC, and gotta yeah. get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, gotta get that. <laughs> <laughs> got to. Um, definitely do. You know, then they put out the, you know, they got the hardcover with all of them, the yeah. hardcover book where they compiled oh, all Oh, yeah, of I was just looking at that. I was just yeah, looking at that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to cop that. Yeah. It's probably on Amazon or something, right? You can, yeah, I'm sure you can get it at Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I got mine from Barnes & Noble. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's, you know, you go, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you can order it. Marvel, you could probably go to Marvel and, and to their shop. They, I'm sure they oh, got yeah. it there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, it, it, it was... Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, variants that um I'm a you know that I I dig or whatever. Um, um, how did the Marvels the uh, the Marvel hip hop variant cover showcase the diversity and representation of different races, genders, and cultures in both Marvel and hip hop? Definitely did. seen it with the um the miseducation of Lauren Hill, Hill. Yeah. Oh, Kamala, Kamala Khan. Kamala, yeah, Kamala yeah. Khan. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah, and you you talking about a Pakistani. Muslim girl from Jersey yeah, City. Woo, yeah. woo. Jersey City. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Chilltown, Jersey City. But yeah, it that that's a, a great example. And the, think about the Morales um when the Nas, but then think yeah. about what like how he embraced they embrace everybody got the J's on. You know how you know that's a part of the culture, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop culture having the J's. So I mean, you see the influence. Yeah, mo- yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um so uh how did the covers inspire other forms of artist, artistic express, expression or collaboration between Marvel and hip hop? Like, we can look at albums like the Outcast album, how they did, like the comic book kind of albums. That that, they did. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, that I. was and that was long before, so you already know. No. Like, and as as you as you know, hip hop Marvelites out there, as you can see in our intro. Um, we have covers from Nucleus and you know Africa Bambata, which were done by um, uh, gosh, I, I can't remember his name off top. Oh, Bob Camp, Bob Camp, and he's he went on to do Ren and Stimpy, but he worked for he yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he worked for Marvel at, during that time. So they had a Marvel artist do their album covers, and this is back in the eighties. Nucleus, yeah. you know, Jam on it, Jam on it's Revenge, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? So, um. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Price, the Gorilla album that he did. Like a, a lot of comic book mm. artists have worked with hip hop artists mm-hmm. from like day one. You know what I mean? Or was it Apes? Um, Apes? And as far as far as like uh, other artistic expression and collaboration, um, you got like Luke Cage, the TV series mm-hmm. that was heavily Perfect. heavily hip hop influenced. Mm-hmm. You. We just talked about it outside. You you just let yeah. me know because I thought it was only two Wu members in the Marvel universe, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You told me there were three. Three, yeah, yeah. It was Rizza and yeah. Fist. Uh, Rizza was in Iron Fist, and I totally forgot that. Yeah, was well, Iron <laughs> Fist guy. I totally forgot that, but I already knew about Method Man. And, and Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and I knew about uh, Ghostface, Ghostface, and and the deleted mm-hmm. scene from Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I knew about that, but I, I I totally forgot about RZA. I'm like RZA was in Iron Fist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Which that was like my least favorite show. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> what Luke Cage? No, no um, Iron Fist. Iron yeah, Fist. Yeah, yeah, they could have did that a whole lot better. But yeah, you got um, and even now you got you know like like you like you said with uh. You know, they, they got the Jordans, the Jordan ones releasing every time like a Miles movie comes out, mm-hmm. a Miles Morales movie, you know, 
Spider Verse movie comes Don't out. Wait till they come out with these Prowler joints. Yeah, oh, and then you know you got uh, now you got whole soundtracks being done by Metro yeah. Bowman. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm crazy. saying? Whole soundtracks. Yeah. Um, you had the whole soundtrack to the Black Panther movie yeah, done yeah. by Kendrick. You know, Kendrick organized and, and you know orchestrated that. And we can talk about the Black Panther and like how they took it to the town. And like how they incorporated, like you know, what I'm saying the black, the actual Black Panther Party and the black struggle and culture into the that movie as well. So exactly, that was dope. Exactly. So it, you know, those covers definitely have an impact on hip hop culture as a whole. Um, and like I said, which is the premise of this show? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying is it's to bridge that gap if there ever is one between hip hop culture and Marvel comics and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And studio Marvel Studios, whatever the case may be, Marvel music, anything associated with Marvel and hip hop culture, there is, you know, there's a, a a pipeline that, you know, we we a bridge that we cross daily. Um, you you're bound to hear you hear a hip hop song, you're bound to hear a reference to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, it's in movies. It's in uh, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 always that uh that correlation, and you know, and that's what it's all about. Wow. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to everybody that was involved with that whole movement. Yeah, everyone involved. It's so many artists in name. A lot. Uh, it's it's so many artists in the name. Um, and there's so many like we be we'll be here all day, okay. explaining the covers mm-hmm. that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, we just wanted to highlight a few of the ones that really resonate with us mm-hmm. and those corresponding albums we listen to those like those are classics to us you know what I'm saying uh, Into the 36 Chambers Black Album There's a Dark Side like Psychology you know what I mean 101 right uh, a big Tech Nine fan right so yeah so am I Tech and, Nine fan and it, although uh, it's not Marvel you had the Superman song on the There's a Dark Side album Superman right. Lover <laughs> yeah, right. yeah you know Superman what I'm saying lover. But yeah, so um, yeah, these 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 albums like they hold a special place in our hearts, and they're, they're you know like we mentioned on the last episode, I challenge the new artists to hmm. make something memorable, and you know what I mean. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> he Please. Sna- he snapped. Because <laughs> I'm about to get snapped out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah, man, that's that's it, man. For the from the boys here, I mean, hip hop marvels. You know what I'm saying? Your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and Marvel. Where we got it locked from the block to the comic shop. Please remember to listen, share, rate, and subscribe where wherever you get your podcast. All across the board. Type in hip hop marvels, and you got us. Uh, remember to you know follow us on our individuals. Mm-hmm. Pat, you want to give yours again? Southern Draw Four Ten Side Ent. That's my IG. You just want to follow me on Facebook, Patrick Hardicree. And you can follow me on uh, Instagram, it's Line Hair Circle. Follow me on TikTok, it's Filmo Thick, triple seven. And me, I'm at DJ Dub Floyd. And you can follow us at Hip Hop Marvels on. We're on uh, Twitter. We're, well, it's X now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to call it no damn X. Like, it, it's still Twitter to me. I, I, everybody that I talked to about that, they were like, what, up, what you mean, Twitter? X going to give it to you. Yeah, it's called, it's called <laughs> X now. I'm lost. Yeah. it's um, But yeah, we're on X. 
slash Twitter uh, and Instagram at Hip Hop Marvels. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook, Hip Hop Marvels, all one word. And uh, yeah, man, it's been a great, another productive episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to give thanks to to you again, Doug, man, for allowing me to be a part of this. Like, this is real. This is like cool, bro. This is not even work, bro. This is just me enjoying myself, bro. So, this your no, flowers, bro. No doubt. I appreciate yes, sir, I appreciate that, man. And thank you to y'all, our viewers. You know what I'm saying? Keep rocking with us. We're going to grow with us. That's all I can say. Just yeah. grow with us because we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue. You know, we. some of us have done this some of us haven't you know what i mean so we we're working on the chemistry and stuff like yeah. that but we're gonna get it man and and while we're getting it we're still gonna continue to give you great content so just keep rocking with us man you know what i'm saying until next time until next episode hip-hop marvels hey We got a lock from your block to the comic shop. They say I only rap about getting dollars. Um, I don't see the problem. Pardon me, I thought niggas wanted out of poverty Is it just me? If so, let me not stand in the way of your broke-ass destiny It's the check for me, cause if I ain't that to get paid, you ain't gotta check for me Can't live broke, can't die broke, cause if I die broke, I can't rest in peace If money ain't your necessity, then send your motherfucking check to me Hit my line, you can reach me at 1-900-NIGGA-PLEASE I'm disgusted online when I find my business in your debate Boy, you'll believe anything you think Google can tell you what I make I ain't had to buy school supplies cause I never did stop getting paper Why you focus on how I eat when you ain't even welcome at my dinner table? Say less yeah. How you focus on how I eat when you ain't even welcome at the dinner table? Say less More money, less stress that's our lesson for today, class dismissed I ain't interested in half this shit You can't name a single ass out kiss Tony Montana showed me that the world was mine Then I hopped my ass in the blimp Mama made me drop a bag on the rent Either that or we gon' have to pitch a tent We know money talks, let's talk money You ain't talking dollars, you ain't making sense Tell me, do you know how this shit feels? Come home, all your shit on the curb If you know the feeling, then you know that free shit is for the birds Nigga, say less Say less. Money talk, let's please talk more bucks. If money ain't in the conversation, then please shut the fuck up. Please, I'm begging you, please, the prettiest, please hop off my nuts. Cause the bank is about to close and I'm in a rush. Say less. Say less.
On the dental, no braces. Do rock Gucci kicks with Terry Cloth laces. 20 chopped up bangles equal one bracelet. Solid gold bones made the thrones on a spaceship. Shade down opal to his flakes of dust. All white elephant. Ramadan, we ice the tusks. Linenist, linenette, everything's crushed. We send racks to our POs, nigga, we don't flush. We send racks to our POs, nigga, we don't flush. We send racks to our POs, nigga, we don't flush. Talking her loud, I'm the talk of the town. We up in circle eating berries. Niggas buried me a dollars worth of jewels on hitting statin on the ferry. Who decides what the Lord exactly started me and my blood? No pouches for the fuckers. The way the Pyrex say my life, I be hugging it. Fiends on my four hotel, I'm a hustler. Got at least three bodies on the Uzi. Neck full of big shit, part in the movie. Back to back, you're just playing some nudie. Simple in your roomie. Jack boys drooling over my jewelry. The biggest chain, yes. the biggest brace. Yes. You cocaine, yes. Step on with Ronnie Feg. A6 stretch, you not sanctioned yet. Uh-uh. You sell the Avon Rex with the scorpion neck. From your block to the comic shop. Check this out. This maze chilling with the question mark, man. DJ Clue. And we just e classing. Four TVs. You know the minimum. Little system, a lot of bitches, a lot of Christies, a lot of paper. Whatever niggas want to do is possible. Desert Storm and Harlem World niggas getting it on. What? Uh, yo, yo, check this out, right? You got nigga Mace from Harlem World about to rip on clues. So what you niggas gonna do? Probably keep doing the same thing you've been doing. A bunch of eyes screwing, niggas ain't making no money. Stop looking at me funny. Yo, we at the car show where all the stars go. In the Jacob Javid girls laced with carrots. Here, honey, blind and shade by astonish. Real foxy mama used to rock the bonnet from neck to floor like no girl you met before. How does Ecuador make you want to sex a roar? No prophylac, I can't flow like that. How I'm gonna live with the full blown hiv? Tell her she my missus. Give her belly kisses. Fulfill her every wishes. Eat her with jellyfishes. Gotta be good, got hoes high in the hood. And ain't sell a unit, got hoes in Hollywood. Now, many a raw, I could game any whore. Wouldn't have to spend a penny for a demi more. It's quite absurd, just saying the right words. Give me icebergs, buy me night furs. Did the right things, why I got the white range. Girls, give me light change, that ain't your dice game. I set my alarm if your head is the bomb. And spend all night sweating out your Revlon. I lick up a knee so the bitch be pleased. So she could give me cheese and the keys to her bees. Even when she stock chips, give me profit. Money to shop with, cash to cop with. Send me to the tropics, smoking chocolate. Give my cock lick, my girl the topless. Remember, girl, I said I found. She be looking better now. Track fellas now, so I can't let her down. Gotta settle down, son. I can shoot her head plus. I could do in bed just like we the newlyweds. Never knew you wanted me to do you. When I go to Honolulu, you coming too, boo. They sit in the air, high class women in here. Looking all good like a linen affair. Don't let your ex keep you down, keep your chin in the air. We gon' split it 50-50, I ain't spending your shit, huh? And shit, I want ya, I'ma put it on ya. When you try to make it hot, I'ma make it warmer. I wanna lick your neck, get you wet, get your baguettes. Where you want them on your wrist or your neck, huh? COC, NFL, bags, and the real Sugar Hill. And my dynasty, gon' be all the niggas that shine with me, you know the dilly. And the nigga black man, jewelers, the locks, street team, noise entertainment, desert storm. Yeah, my niggas get it on.